Dang it. What's wrong? I just finished this book, and there's another one in the series I really want. But I can't afford it. They're expensive. Well, have you tried Audible? I've heard of it, but never really looked into it. What is Audible again? It's the easiest way to listen to your favorite audiobooks and podcasts. You get unlimited access to thousands of select audiobooks and podcasts in the Audible Plus category for $7.95 a month. Listen as much as you like. What's going on here? Listen offline by saving titles to your library, follow podcasts, and stay up to date. New titles are added every week, and if for any reason a title you've selected needs to be removed from the Audible Plus category, you will be notified in the app. Are you okay? As the largest producer and provider of premium audio storytelling, Audible has thousands of audiobooks, Audible Originals, and exclusive podcasts or to add to your library. Discover the perks of membership and unlock it. Listen for every moment. You're scaring me. But wait! Our listeners get an Audible for free for, with the 30-day trial. Is this an Audible ad? Just go to www.audibletrack.com slash the Joe Show. That's www.audibletrack.com slash the Joe Show. Now you're getting it. It's www.audibletrack.com slash the Joe Show. I hate you. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> Welcome to The Joe Show. I am Joe, your host, and guys, you know about this show. On this show, we like to learn, and we like to have fun. And you guys know we talk about a wide range of topics. Sometimes we talk about food and superheroes, but other times we can get really, really serious and deep. I mean, really deep. We talk about the difference between wisdom and knowledge one time. Then we started talking about how being raised perfect can affect your adult life. Now, even though we have a plethora of topics that we talk about, our goal is to entertain you, the listener. So let us know what you think about our topics or if you have any topics you would like us to talk about. We would love to hear from you. You can contact us at Facebook at Gateway Pro Production. Yes, it's Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook. We changed the name there. Reddit at The Joe Show. Instagram at The Joe Show. Oh, you guys know I mess that up all the time. I'm sorry. Instagram at The underscore Joe Show 20. And now we are on TikTok at the Joe Show. Now, like I said, we talk about a lot of stuff on here, guys. And one of the things that really has piqued my interest, especially this year, was true crimes. A lot of things that have, you know, just been going on in our world and things that have happened in the past with true crimes. I've got like uh, five podcasts I listen to that just talks about murders and unsolved murders and things like that. And so I was looking for uh, some topics to talk to you guys about on Newsbreak, and my wife had mentioned that there were a lot of killings and cannibalism in Missouri. So I started looking up, and I found a person that actually um, talks about murders and stuff like that um, so I, I found them, and we have them here on our show today. Now, before I introduce them, guys, I want to let you know that this can get a little dark, and also, too, we're going to be talking about some topics like cannibalism and sexual assault. So if we have any uh, listeners who are 13 and under, go find your parents. You shouldn't even be listening to my show if you are 13 and under, but uh, listener discretion is advised. So 
I will introduce my guest, Sarah. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. So I, I found you on uh, the internet, and you have this, is it a program? Is it a podcast that you do? Um, it's kind of a YouTube channel, kind of a vlog. Got, gotcha, gotcha. And what's the name of it again? Um, Dark Enigmas. Dark Enigma. I, I, you're going to have to forgive me because sometimes I cannot talk. So if I mess up any words or anything, just just give me a pardon. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's a lot. It's a big, it's a big title I have. <laughs> yes. Now, where'd you come up with the name for that? You know, I threw around a lot of names. Um, I didn't want to use my real name, really. Yes. And I didn't want to, like, box myself into just true crime mm -hmm. because I really like other spooky stuff, aliens and ghosts and things. So I threw around a lot of names and just that one stuck, and I really liked it. So that's what I went with. Gotcha. Now, how long have you been doing just um, just the dark enigma stuff here? Um, I started this summer. Um, I really wanted to do something during COVID that I love. Mm -hmm. So I, and I love true crime. I talk about true crime all the time. Yes. <laughs> so I just wanted to do something I loved. So I was like, let's see where it goes. Gotcha. Here I am. Yes. <laughs> I, that's kind of how we started the podcast. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And then in 2020, we just kind of was like, or actually in 2019, we were just like, hey, let's start buying stuff and pick a launch date and 2020 just so happened to be that year so yeah i completely understand that yeah if i wasn't doing a youtube i might do a podcast <laughs> yes yes i i tell you it's super easy and i know a producer who is branching out to other shows you know so i'll talk to you about that after the show though <laughs> that, that sounds good um so I asked you to, I think you, do you have a couple stories or is it just like one story that you're bringing um, to us today? Well, the Cassidy Rainwater case is happening right now and it's a lot. It's the one you mentioned with the cannibals, it's happening in Missouri. And so I can talk about that one all day. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like, I will talk about that one. Yes. Uh, th okay. Let's start with that one because it was that. So when my wife told me about it, it really struck home because I've always gone to St. Louis. St. Louis is kind of like a second home to me. And then I also have um, two of my sister-in-laws. They go to school in Missouri. So I was like, oh, my God, what's going on there? So I would love to hear those stories. Right. Well, I am from Kansas City. So this was on our local news, and it's now hit national news. And I don't know, I don't know what happened with this, but it is the craziest story. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so it started um, with Cassidy Rainwater. She's our victim, and she went missing in August. And in September, there was a tip that came in uh, from Kansas City, actually saying that she, there was a video of her on the dark web being held in a cage, partially naked. Um, and so the police went out to the property. It's in Windyville, Missouri. Okay. And they arrested two men, um, James Phelps and Timothy Norton. 
Okay. And they're being held on kidnapping charges right now. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah. So shortly after that, rumors just went crazy. Um, I think there was a lot of locals talking mm-hmm. of, of what they heard, and that's when it sparked all the cannibalism rumors. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and possible other victims. Um, because this could be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't know a whole lot right now. And, um, go ahead. And I, and I know, like, just listening to, like, true crimes, just the podcast stuff, this is, like, like, I was talking to my dad. I was like, yeah, I've got a person coming on the show. We're going to be talking about this. And it's like cannibalism a little bit. And he was like, that sounds like something from back in the day. That doesn't sound like something that would happen now. And <laughs> it was it's just right. crazy. It's like something you don't hear about nowadays. Right. This is very intense. It's a case that if all of the things line up to be true, this will be one of, like, the biggest cases of our generation. I feel like yes, and there is yeah. Go ahead. It, it, I'm sorry. It's it's kind of no, hard. No, no, no. Interrupt me. That's fine. <laughs> it, it's kind of hard, you know, with all that gossip too going around because you you never know what's true and what's not. And then, you know, the press they're you know they're trying to just come up with a story, so they're going to really listen to um, whoever. You know, they'll listen to Billy Bob off the street, and the police are like, oh, that's not. It's not confirmed yet, but okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and there was a blog post about it. Um, and there was just a lot on the blog post that I think the cops didn't care for. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they put out a statement saying, don't listen to everything you hear. And I feel for them because they're if this is as big as we think it is, they're trying to collect evidence and make a case and put these guys away for life. Yes. Um, And the rumors sometimes get in the way of that. Yes. Um, Even though I'm kind of part of it. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I completely feel for the cops on that end. Yeah. Yeah, because I've just listening, I keep talking about these murder mysteries, but they, they, so I usually listen to, like, there's a solved murders that I listen to, and I, then there's unsolved murders that I've listened to. And particularly on the unsolved murders, what really um, messes, it messes with the investigation is the rumors, you know, where the police are trying to fit, find all the evidence and everything, and the press, they're listening to, you know, everybody else besides the police, and then... Uh, the police, they start to believe it, and then they start missing things, and then it botches the whole investigation, and then you never figure out what actually happened, and then the the person who commits the crime goes off free. Right. Yeah, and I kind of say in this case, there is a lot of rumors, and I tried in my videos to really say that, that there's facts and there's rumors. Mm-hmm. Um but with this case, it's terrifying. The facts in it are terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumors are crazy, yes. But at the end of the day, this was still proven to be a girl that was held in a cage mm-hmm. by two men. And it's just, that's 
in itself is terrifying to me. Yes. So, so yeah, there's the truth in this case is terrifying. Yes, it's, it's kind of crazy just to think about how the human mind works, you know? I mean, what what made these, I mean, these, it's just, um, it's not proven that it's these guys yet. They're just held in custody, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, but if it was them, it's just, if they did do it, it's one of those things just like, what were going through their minds? Like, why would you do something like this? I, I, I just never, I listen to all these murder mysteries and stuff like that, and it's like, <laughs> what's going on? I didn't know the human race was so ugly. Yes, and I think that's why people fall in love with true crime, um, is because it's, it's so complex. Every story is different, and every story is intriguing because <laughs> you're seeing victims that need help, and you're also seeing perpetrators who a lot of time had childhood trauma who are, you know, becoming this quote-unquote monster now. Yes. So it's just very involved and very interesting. Yes, and I w I'm glad that just over the years that we have really advanced with, you know, just the police department and things like that because we've got so much on our side with computers and fingerprinting and um, just things like that. I mean, people used to literally get away with murder back in the day because there weren't all these resources or, I mean, heck, I was just listening to um, – the, there was an episode about Jeffrey Dahmer, and he, before he really started his killing spree, he got stopped by the police twice. And the police, they were, it was just late at night, and they didn't want to do, they didn't want to do their, you know, search his car. And it was like, if they would have just done that, you know, he would have only walked away with like two people that he murdered. And it's just like, that's crazy. Right, and I feel like we've saved so more, so much more people now. Yes. Like, this case, unfortunately, I believe that we were too late. Mm -hmm. the, the cops kind of didn't, haven't said what's happened to Cassidy, but she's still listed as a missing person. And this case was brought to attention because of the dark web. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have that back in the 70s and 80s when we had big, notorious serial killers. Yes. So it's different these days, yeah. Okay, guys, just get, hold on right there, sir. Just hold on right there. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to go through okay. some of our ads, and then we will be right back. Hold on, guys. Okay. It's that time again. Yes, it's almost time for 28 Days of Black History. Every year during Black History Month, we travel back in time and uncover the men and women in black culture that helped shape America to what it is today. I believe that black history is American history, and it is very important we don't forget about our roots and where we come from. So, join my friends and I in February as we learn about black inventors who have made our lives easier with their inventions. In a world with turmoil, pain, and destruction, we need a hero. Who will be that hero? Gateway Pro presents a new podcast, Comic Corner. Hey guys, my name is Marcus, and I'm the host of Comic Corner. In this show, we'll be talking about superheroes, their powers, where they came from, and much more. 
not to mention some childhood shows, video games, and anything else that you may consider nerdy in this world. But I'm not alone. I'll be joined by my co-host Mason, and will he ask me a bunch of questions, and maybe he'll even teach me a few things about this nerdy world that I know and love. We'll be airing every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. cut so hard sorry guys didn't mean for that to cut so hard i was just pressing my buttons but we are back <laughs> right now and we're going to continue talking to me to sarah just about you know true crimes and um dark enig enigma who sorry about that again um, <laughs> so uh yeah we were talking about uh just some of the things that were going on with this case so they have these so these guys are in custody now um now, um, are, have they discovered anything new about either these guys or how they came across this young lady or anything like that? You know, the cops are kind of keeping a lot under wraps. Mm -hmm. um, there was an event on October 12th where the house burnt down. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but there was the bomb squad was called in and the place was basically booby-trapped or tripped-wired, mm -hmm. um, and it just went up in a blaze. And it's interesting because both men were in jail at that time. Gotcha. So, yeah, people are thinking, is there another accomplice, or how did this all work? Um, so that was a huge update in the case. Um, but now they're kind of just going through the court system. Okay. Um, Timothy Norton um, is facing felony kidnapping charges, and he'll have court Tuesday, November 23rd. And James Phelps um, asked, and he was granted a new judge. And with COVID and with just the court system in general, mm -hmm. I think it might be a while before we hear big news about this case. Yep. Um, I think my belief i don't know if this is you know fact but i think they're waiting on dna yes i yeah i think that if they do have cassidy they're waiting to make sure mm -hmm. so that they can really nail these guys yes um and i also think they might be waiting on them to rat each other out yes mm -hmm. um and make some plea bargain bargains and just kind of about that um so they're just they're being pretty under the radar about it there's been a lot of media coverage and we we just don't know a whole lot yet yes i don't know about you but just listening to you talk about this it's making my skin crawl with just i don't know just anticipation just like i hope that they find the evidence that they need to um either get these guys or to kind of just find this, if there's a third person, it's just like, wow, this is just really interesting. Um, and I want people to also understand, too, that, because I've heard this before, like, oh, you like serial killers and murderers? Or, no, it's not the fact that we don't really like the murders or the serial killings or anything. What we're fascinated by is, one, how somebody can do something like this and then get away with it. And then we're fascinated by how they finally got caught and everything like that. That's just, I don't know, that's just me. Is that the same thing with you? Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. I hear a lot of people say, uh, you're a fan of true crime. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a fan of the crime. Yes. Um, but I, I do believe in justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in getting justice for victims that are unheard. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to do a lot of cases that kind of are under the radar. Yes. Because when a case, I know that like recently we had Gabby Patillo in the, in the headlines. Yes. And that was huge news and it was a big case. But there was so many others that were missing and murdered at the same time Mm -hmm. and didn't get a lot of media coverage. And so my point of my channel is to kind of get attention to cases that aren't heard Mm -hmm. so that it's kind of the theory of the squeaky wheel gets the oil. The more you talk about something, the more the cops are going to do, the more investigators are going to do. Now, why do you think they they kind of, you know, pick and choose what cases they want to do? Because, I mean, if we, if you and I look at um, a murder case, we think that all murder cases are very important and extremely important. So do you think they just try to do a case that um, they might just be able to put in the books really quick? Or I, I'm, I don't know. What do you think their their thinking is when they want they choose murders? Right, it's it's kind of hard to explain. I don't really know. Um, there was a huge theory and an article written online uh, recently about the white woman missing syndrome, mm-hmm. and about how a lot of people of color kind of go under the radar yep. when it comes to true crime, and it's so true. Um, I mean, this case happened to be a white woman, mm-hmm. um, but there are so many people of color and indigenous people that aren't getting justice, yep. and the media kind of just ignores them, yep. which is really sad, mm-hmm. and I think once people start coming forward and talking about it, it's going to get better. I'm hoping that it's going to get better. Yes, and I hear that all the time. They they were talking about on the podcast that I listen to, they talk about if you are a person of color um, or if you were like a prostitute, if those killings were going on, the police, they just looked over them. You had to be a white male or a, a white woman in order for it to mean anything. Um there was even like there was a he was a black serial killer, and they didn't investigate him because they were like, oh, black men aren't serial killers. And then he was killing other uh, black women, and they he just what was it? I think it was twenty years. He had a spree. Um, he took a break, but it was over a twenty year period that they didn't really look into it because the police were just like, oh, these are just black women that are popping up all over. I think it was Brooklyn. And they didn't really, they really didn't um, look into it until, um, in the what was it? Into his later later years, when they caught him assaulting a woman in the street, they caught him on camera, and then they kind of pinned him to all these other crimes over the past twenty years, and it was crazy. Um, right. Yeah, I think they only pinned him for like, um, they only pinned him for two. And uh, because of DNA, um, so 
and that was, I think he started um, late 70s, uh, early 80s, and he went on until early 2000s. Wow. Yes. And it's those were the ones that are really interesting to me because they kind of keep me on the edge of my seat because it's like you've got this big span of they're just going on a killing spree and the police they don't know anything about it or they're just not on their tail and then 20 years later they have a slip up and then they finally catch him and I just ah, it just I'm just like when are you guys gonna get him <laughs> <laughs> right and it's interesting too because with this new technology came better DNA mm-hmm. and we saw kind of with the Golden State Killer and some some other people that DNA now are coming back to bite them. It's being proved that it's them, and they thought they were going to get away with it, I'm sure, uh, because in the 70s, they just they had nothing to prove it. Yes, yes. I was listening to one where they were, a uh, guy went on a killing spree for like, oh, my God, it was like 40 years, and he became an old man. And the, um, the reason he got caught was because um, his daughter, um, well, they moved around a lot. So, like, when the guy would kill a person, then they would move. And so his daughter, who was an adult now, she was like, huh, those, those murders were in the towns that we used to live in. So she kind of investigated it. And wow. At, yes, at 84 years old, he got prosecuted because they linked him to all those murders back then based off of what his daughter, or based off investigation by his daughter. It was just crazy, some of these things. I would love to hear that case. That sounds insane. <laughs> yes, and, and they're, they're very detailed um, with just, you know, um, the times that it was in. Um, some of them they do kind of do like a little... Um, what are they? They have like audio for it where people act out some of the things that are going on. But the ones that I really like are the ones that just, it's just two people and they're giving you straight facts about the um, killer and then it's victims and then their murders that go on. Um, I really like how they kind of, um, they kind of start at a young age with the killer and then, well, this on this particular podcast is called Serial Killers. They go, they look at the early life of the killers, what brought them to the, their point to start killing, and then their victims along the way, and then how the police, um, how the investigation went and how they got caught at the end. So it, it's very interesting. Um, yeah, that is, that's really cool. Yes, and it, it's just crazy because a lot of these ones that we are, a lot of these um podcasts and episodes that I listen to, they're based back in the day. So they're kind of just, you know, to me, they're kind of like, oh, that happened so long ago. I'm, I don't have to worry about it. But now what you're doing is you're finding ones that are happening today. And it's just blowing my mind that, you know, stuff like cannibalism or, you know, sex, like stuff like this, sexual, sexual assault to the point of, you know, death. It's, it's just blowing my mind. It's like, it's 2021. Aren't we are we better than this, guys? Right. Um, yeah, and there is a lot. I, I am from Kansas City, so I started researching stuff that was local to me, mm-hmm. and I was, I was baffled yeah. because there is so much going on, and nobody knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of the reason that I was like, I got to get this stuff out there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so, so much stuff goes under the radar, like. 
I was talking to my wife one day, and um, she was like, uh, "The where I live is Terre Haute, Indiana," and she was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't hear too many crimes," and I was like, "They just pulled a guy out of the river," <laughs> and I was like, okay, you "Yeah, you didn't hear that?" And she was like, "No," and that's like, "Well, I have the a news app on my phone, and just all these crimes and things like that. It's crazy, and we don't even know about them half the time." Yeah, and I, when I started getting into true crime, it honestly made me learn a lot mm-hmm. uh, of safety things yes. that I didn't know before. I, I, of course, am a woman, so I was used to being aware of my surroundings, mm-hmm. but now I'm hypersensitive to yes. everything. <laughs> yep. And, I mean, seeing and hearing these victim stories you do learn from them. Yes. And so that's another really good reason true crime is, is fascinating and good. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things, so I used to be, I'm not from Terre Haute. I, I used to live in Springfield, Illinois, and that's the capital of uh, Illinois. So I used to do Lyft down there, and I never thought about it at the time. But basically my job was to pick up strangers and take them from one place to another and I mainly did a lot of my stuff between 9 o'clock and 4 a.m. Or 9 p.m. Oh, to 9 p.m. Yes. So That's those are like prime time hours for that. And yes. sometimes I, as I'm listening to these episodes and I'm like, oh, my God. I was, that, I was like in prime time hour for serial killers. I, I thank God that nothing ever happened to me. But it was, it's just crazy. Just, you know. So these guys, they overtake these girls or these guys. I mean, these people are easily overtaken and stuff like that um, because they're, they're just not thinking about it. And I did that for about almost two years and never thought about it. And it, for me to go back, it's going to take a lot. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And it's just so good to be aware yes. <laughs> of what's going on and to be safe in our crazy, crazy world. Yes. And guys, if you would like to check out some of Sarah's content, you can go to Dark Enigma, and she is on Facebook, Instagram, uh, I think. Hold on, let me get my list here. I have the list here. Actually, Sarah, can you tell them where, where you're at? Sure. Um, I'm on YouTube. That's pretty much where I am mainly. Mm-hmm. And then I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram, and I am on TikTok. And TikTok crime community is it's blowing up so mm-hmm. if you're on tiktok head over there and do that <laughs> yes uh, my wife was just telling me about she'll she'll send me any anything she finds on true crime she'll just um send to me and i'm like what is going on so yeah you guys should <laughs> check her check the her videos out instagram and tiktok i'm actually going to go to tiktok because i love watching videos and stuff like that um i've checked out some of dark enigmas uh youtube so go to subscribe there, and you know what? I might have to have you back on to tell us about some of these other crazy things that are going on, you know, just locally and nationally. Uh, we'll definitely have to hear more about this case here. Yes, this case, like I said, it's going to blow up big. So be watching it. Set your Google alerts because when this happens, it's going to be huge. Yes, and I, I, I like it, like um, like you were saying, it's one of those things where the police are, they're just waiting for it. You know, they've got these guys in custody. 
They're probably looking at DNA um, to try to see if either one of them are connected to it. And then you're talking about there's the, the house that went on fire, so there might be a third guy. Oh, it's just going to be uh, – I can't wait. I can't wait to hear and see yeah. what happens with this whole thing. Yes, and I would love to come back and talk true crime. Yes. I, <laughs> it's been very fun. Yes, yes. I. That's just one of my – that's one of those things I didn't know that I was really into. <laughs> <laughs> And until I started listening to those podcasts, and I, once I saw that you, you, that's all you get, that you kind of did was true, true crimes, I was like, this is going to be a great episode. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I Head over and talk to me. I love discussion. Um, so in the YouTube comments, I will try to, like, talk to people, and people tell me what's going on a lot, too. So I love it. Alrighty. Hey, Sarah, thank you for coming on. We'll see you next time. Oh, wow. that's for my listeners. Thank you, Sarah, for coming on. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All righty, guys. We'll see you next time on The Joe Show.